0: today's energy the secret of change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old but on building the new check your energy how's your energy
1: my energy is quite well you know I've been I've been going through it for the past couple of months you know as you well aware of that you know my father passed back in May so that's been very tough and very stressful on me but as of, as of right now my, my energy level is, is great how's your energy?
0: you know, my energy is good. There has been a lot going on in our family, but we are blessed to be sitting here and with our two beautiful, three beautiful kids. And you know, my, my energy is good right now. I'm on a high.
1: You know, I think that we are very blessed to be doing this podcast. I'm a podcast lover. I've been listening to podcasts ever since 2009. And I will say, though, there's only a couple out there that really focuses on the issues that I think are interesting and really care about. Now, I was not saying, of course, I'm a, I'm a big fan of podcasts, so there's a lot of podcasts out there that are very interesting. Maybe some dealing with economics, maybe some dealing with politics, maybe some just generally for entertainment. But none of them out there really captures life as a professional black man nearest forties that has a family right now. I know people listen to this like, oh yeah, it's probably plenty of podcasts out there. They know about them, you know, about them, maybe I don't know about them. So if you do know about them, please let me know. I love to give them a hear, a listen, but one of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast and it just to share my life experiences with everyone else and just to kind of go through my journey, my ups and downs and kind of like get into what I think about politics and pop culture. And everything is coming from a close to middle-aged black man that's a professional. Now, why did you want to start this podcast, Woody?
0: So, my experience is a little different. I'm not a big podcaster. I listen to a few podcasts in my day when it pertains to somebody being on the podcast that I'm interested in or a topic that, you know, maybe has been trending that I'm interested in listening to, so... I, I have decided to take this on with you because I know that you're into podcasts and listen to them. I enjoy talking as a communication major back in my day, so that's the easy part for me. But also sharing my experiences as a mother, wife, a working you know woman, professional, and that's Black in America here, living in the DMV area, which is D.C., Virginia, and Maryland and just coming you know sharing my own perspective on adulthood parenthood you know the different things i'm in a lot of organizations and groups and so just kind of communicating with other professionals other females it's always nice to kind of have a platform to share your experiences on and bring people together and i'm all about you know positivity and high energy so i will be bringing daily affirmations or when we record the podcast affirmations or just positivity that you can take with you and may you know move you this season another season in life or you know you can just put it in your toolkit and carry it with you in life so
1: Mm, I like to hear that you know if you can't tell already I'm the introvert and my wife is the extrovert so our (laughs) energy levels are going to be the same but the way we express that energy is going to be a tad bit different (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. if you listen to this, my wife may be full of energy and I'm the one that's just talking down like this, but <laughs> that's just, you know, how I'm normally am. But
0: so I, so I got a question for you in doing this, since this is, you know, kicking off, what, you know, what, what can the viewers and the listeners expect to hear topics, different things that, you know, we can bring to the table?
1: Well, I will say though that first thing, they're going to expect to hear my, our opinion, on everyday aspects of life. Like like what I just said, you know, about pop culture, entertainment, politics, right? But also some things may be kind of controversial because, you know, as a black man, I don't toe the line as somebody would expect me should be, right? Like far as toe the line for the Democrats or toe the line for the Republicans or have that, that opinion that somebody would think that a normal black person my age would have, right? So that may be a little bit controversial to to who's ever listening to it, but but there's a lot of topics that I you know, I really want to get into. I mean, that's a lot of stuff that's going on today. The Supreme Court ruling on affirmative action, which I think was I think was terrible, but we're probably gonna say that for another episode. But there's just so much going on in the world today that I really just wanted to add my voice to it and maybe even use this kinda of like as a time capsule so when my children get old, older they can kind of go back and use this and kind of discover a little bit more about their father and about their mother.
0: I agree. And, and one thing that I'm excited about bringing to the podcast is just the, again, high energy, but also the trending topics. I, you know, I'm on Twitter all the time. I watch all of my Real Housewives shows. So really focus on bringing some of those fun topics Mm -hmm. to the table that we can talk through that, you know, may, may or may not be controversial to others.
1: Well, let me ask you a question so as far as branding how would you say you would describe yourself as a brand
0: mm, that's a good question i think i'm still working on that i mean you can i think each year each season you go through a change but as of right so, now as of right now i'm probably in the brand of branding myself as an, an affirmation enthusiast mother and real estate you know entrepreneur I don't mm-hmm. know if you can put all those things together, but no, you can. You know that's why I am right now. You know, all about positive vibes. You know, high energy, kind of wanting that in my circle and space, and just just trying to stay away from the negativity and not get swallowed up by that.
1: Yeah, the negativity is terrible. Please stay away from anybody that's have any inkling of negativity, because that stuff is contagious and it would it would really bring you down. But as far as me, as far as branding, how I brand myself right yeah. now, kind of like as I already said though, I'm a close to middle-aged black man who's a professional and a family man. That's probably the number one thing that I am right now as a family man, which mm-hmm. is totally different than if I would have branded myself back when I was 20, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. you know, with branding is always changes and stuff like that, but you really want to make sure you brand yourself correctly. In your personal life and also in your professional work life, that's right? True. That's true. And there's been a lot of things that's been going on in the news this year, which, which shows the effects of bad branding, mm. right? Now, for example, I want to get into the Bud Light controversy. Oh, okay. So back in March, Bud Light partnered with a social media influencer named Dylan McVainly, mm-hmm. and this person, I mean, he was he was born a male. I think that when he got on TikTok, he was a male, very feminine male, right? But then last year, he made the decision to transition into a woman. Okay. Which, from my understanding, I believe he actually had the surgery and everything else. So, okay. whatever the case may be. But there was an executive, a young executive at But at Budweiser, who thought it would be the great idea to partner with Dylan on an ad campaign. Now, it wasn't a commercial. This was kind of an ad that was going to be played through social media. But the logic behind this partnership was that Bud Light users were getting older, and this would be a great way to attract younger people to Bud Light. Okay. And for the last 20 years or so, Bud Light has been the number one selling beer in America, mm. right? But the person who made this particular decision, from our understanding, wasn't that this decision wasn't submitted to the CEO. A Budweiser. I think they just arbitrarily decided to do it and put this ad out on their own, and it caused and it's still causing a ton of controversy for Bud Light. Well, so I can
0: say I can say this. I can see why the young executive would want it because in the in today's world, you know, we're in social media is everything. Mm-hmm. TikTok and Twitter are kind of like your main platforms. You know, we didn't have that. We had the MySpace back in the day, and Facebook is.
1: Yeah, but that was like that was social media though. I mean, Facebook yeah, is still I mean, around, but it was
0: MySpace was difficult to try to do a lot. Of things. Yeah, I mean, it
1: wasn't as fast. fast the exactly. information is not wasn't as fast to yeah. get to you as Instagram yeah. or Twitter. And I think that's probably yeah. the
0: the the direction is hey, let's use this TikTok star who has all these followers to gain some more you know business mm-hmm. for Bud Light.
1: Well, first of so all, before we get deeper into this topic, I want to play the commercial. The commercial is only like 49 seconds, right? Okay. So let me play the ad, and then we can actually kind of discuss a little bit more afterwards.
0: Sounds good.
2: Hi. Impressive carrying skills, right? I got-
1: so the ad started out as Dylan. She's, you know, of course, dressed like a female with a dress. And she has like five cans of Bud Light. And she just put them on the table. I guess Bud Light like sent the cans to her, and then they put her image on the actual cans.
2: Some Bud Lights for us. So I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness, and I thought we were all just having a hectic month. But it turns out it has something to do with sports, and I'm not sure exactly which sport. But either way, it's
1: okay. I want to stop here. What's really funny is that Dylan really has no idea about March Madness. Now this ad came out in March, of course, but like it's a sponsor of March Madness, right? And most of, I'm pretty sure, a large portion of their customers watch sports.
0: Yeah, but I think what is interesting is that it's, I think, kind of leaning towards females. Because I have a number of friends who are not into sports. I'm a different bird. I like all, you know, I watch the March Madness. We watch that together, a Mm -hmm. lot of the football. But it's kind of interesting because their probably push was to gain more of the female, you know, attraction to their beer. I don't drink beer, so I would, you know, this would appeal this would be something to appeal towards, you know, myself who's not a beer drinker, and then somebody, maybe one of my friends I can think of who's also not a beer drinker but doesn't probably watch March Madness. Now she may know about it, but she's not into it. No, and
1: I sure I understand what they were doing. Don't get me wrong. I mean, under normal circumstances, something like this shouldn't cause the controversy that it it did. did. Yeah. But this is not normal circumstances and we're not in normal time today. So let me finish this. Okay.
2: Cause to celebrate. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift.
1: Bang. Now, if Bud Light wanted to appeal to more, I guess, women, female, womenhood. women, womenhood, uh-huh. or a younger demographic, yeah, that's cool. They could have done that. They could have had a whole bunch of social media influencers to do that, right? There's a whole bunch of women, or even men, that appeals to women out there that could have done this ad. Now, I'm not saying they shouldn't partner with Dylan, but... You just heard Dylan. She's not only promoting the product. She's talking about her so transition crazy. from a man to a woman, mm-hmm. which is extremely controversial in these times, right? Mm-hmm. So if that, I believe, actually, if that part was left out and she just had a whole bunch of cans of Bud Light, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But that's the part where I think that Bud like, kind of, yeah, people got upset with, mm-hmm. excuse me, and Bud Light really messed up.
2: story to see how you can enjoy March Madness with Bud Light and maybe win some money too. Love ya! Cheers! Go team! Whatever team you love, I love too.
1: Okay. I actually I think could, it's yeah. cute.
0: I actually think it's a cute little ad. I could, you know, she, Dylan's got good personality. She's got a good personality. She, you know, I think it's cute.
1: No, I think it's pretty cool though. I mean, I don't give a damn. You know, I'm not really trust me. I'm not attracted to Dylan. But uh, if I seen this ad or whatever, I don't even really know
0: sway you from not drinking
1: Bud. No, Bud. I don't even really know who this person is. Really, it's just somebody's advertising Bud Light, right? right? There could be a country music star that advertised Bud Light. I don't know who that person is because I don't listen to the country, right? right? But I'm not going to lose my collective shit over it, right? right? Right. And that's immediately after this ad came out, a lot of people. I guess the people that be a little bit more on the Republican side. And a lot of country music stars really started making a, a big fuss of this, right?
0: Now, I heard that was that big... I guess the big name you're referring to is Kid Rock.
1: Yeah, Kid Rock. He was one of them, though. I mean, there was a lot of them that came out right. at the same time. Right, But Kid Rock... So, this is Kid Rock. This is his reaction to the Bud like that. Okay. You know, he got the Magna Grandpa hat on. I was
2: feeling a little frisky today. He's, like, out in his yeah, somewhere. say something to all Look nice out there. That's clear... And concise As possible.
1: All right. So, like, he got like an M sixteen, and he's shooting at cans of Bud Light.
0: Up cans of Bud Light.
1: <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure he paid for. Yeah. That's a nice area he's in, though.
2: Bush. terrific day. That's okay.
1: All right. So that was his reaction okay. to it. But this before, immediately came after the ad.
0: Before you comment on that video, yeah. let me just ask you: today. Cause this was what a couple of months ago. Yes. Kid Rock drinking Bud Light today?
1: No, actually, no. This controversy is still ongoing, right? Is so, it? So, Bud Light, I, I think technically speaking, they're still the number one beer in America, right? Okay. But they slowly, they're quickly losing that status to Modelo. Now, Modelo is actually owned by Budweiser too, right?
0: Okay. So the money's still in the family.
1: Kind of, because I think Budweisers have the rights to Modelo, and. I think in America, but I think... No, internationally they do, but in America they don't. I'm not exactly sure how that works, but that was a brand that they acquired from another company. Whatever the case may be, though, that's becoming way more popular than Bud Light right now. And if this trend continues, Bud Light is actually going to lose their top spot by the end of this year. Wow. But it's not really a big deal. The point... But the, the, the onus is on Bud Light because... They should have never partnered with Dylan. Now, I don't think it was nothing wrong with it per se, but you should know who your customer base is. Yes. And you should you should really get a feel from the atmosphere when you put out certain commercials, right? So there's a lot of stuff going on with like the trans community and and their influence on our kids. I guess in California you could actually teach about being trans to elementary school kids and this is something that I think a lot of parents are really threatened by.
0: Yeah, that so, was uh, that was shot down in, here in Virginia as a vote on the ballot for school, mm-hmm. and that's something that you know, a lot of the counties decided not to, you know, have present in the school. But let me ask you this though: is is it that Bud Budweiser made the mistake in partnering with Dylan because it could be the same, and we have seen this before, where companies have parted with, you know, an African-American person and, you know, have been vocal about it. And then there's been controversy around that. I mean, you and I can well, speak to I, I don't a think number that's, of things.
1: Yeah, but I don't think, I, maybe that would have been a big deal back in the 1960s okay. or something like okay. with some drink company partner with Nat King Cole. Yeah. Maybe so, right? But now with all this controversy around being trans or whatever. Yeah. Why would you even make that uh, take that leap to make an ad like that, right? For a
0: beer company, for a though. beer
1: company okay. where the majority of your customers, if you should know who the majority of your customers are, what they consist of, is probably opposed to something like, like this. Okay. Now, it's not really a big deal, right? Right. But you should know exactly how to brand yourself. And it seems like if the CEO came out and said he didn't know about the ad, but Nah, dude, you got to take responsibility for that.
0: Now, I will say this, though. I did see, and I have the article pulled up here from the street, is that Garth Brooks, He's probably, you know, most people know him, probably the most successful country performer, singer. And, you know, he has a bar in Nashville, as most country singers do. And he has come out and made a statement that he will continue to serve and sell Bud Light at his bar amongst a lot of getting a lot of, I guess, controversy and pushback himself. And he's, you know, said how he is, you know, inclusive of mm. all people, diversity, everything. So he's not going to not sell it and not be it. And he pretty much just said, you don't like it. You don't have to come to his bar.
1: No, not nah, trust me. I I understand where he's coming from. I like it. We don't know the business dealings that he have, but I zone the back end true. for him to make that That's comment. True. But uh, and plus, he appeals to a lot more people than your typical country fan. I mean, the guy sold, like, yeah. Yeah, a I, billion I, records. Right. But, but,
0: but there's, I, I, there's back and forth, because there's another country star, I don't know, John Rich. He will not sell at his bar mm-hmm. in Nashville. So it's very divided. No, it's not even Nashville. divided.
1: I think it's, like, one way, really. I think Gar Brooks, then everybody else, okay. right? <laughs> but going back to the branding, though, and this is one thing I want to say, it's not just, I mean, there's many country, many companies that made this mistake in the past. Shea butter. You know Shea Butter? I love their products, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love their products. They actually put out an ad, and this was like maybe before the pandemic. So this is like some time ago, that had a white person in the ad. Uh, Right? Now, Shea Butter, I don't understand what they were trying to do, right? They're trying to appeal to our larger demographic so they can make more money. I
0: wasn't offended
1: by that. He was offended. But the thing about it, Shea Butter Butter was marketed it solely for African Americans when they first yeah. came out, right? Yeah, like it's made for our hair.
0: Yeah,
1: and then next thing you know, they put the white person in a commercial, which is nothing really wrong with it. When I, you know, when I seen it, yeah, I'm like, what's the big deal? I understand where they go, where they going to, but you gotta understand who's your customer base. Yeah,
0: that, and, and you know what, I I was I'm that female. I was a little offended by that because there's a different texture of hair between an African American. And a white person and shea butter appealed to that because of that shea in there and the olive oil. And you know, that's from like old school, you know, you get what you had and you make your own stuff at home kind of Mm. products. And so, I, I I do remember that, and I was kind of like, mm. now, I still buy the shea butter. Oh, I, I, still, I love it. I, I love the brand. I still use the shea butter. Yeah.
1: I'm, uh, I'm not, you're not stacking up no shea, no conditioners <laughs> no, and grease outside and shit doing no, what a 9 millimeter? I'm not, No, I'm
0: not doing any <laughs> of that. I'm going to keep my products, yeah. I'm going to use the products. But I will say, I was kind of taken back by it, too. I was like, oh, okay. But I get it. You know, they're trying to market more people mm-hmm. and, you know, get a different demographic. So I understand where they were coming from, Again, I'm not outside shooting up the Shea Butters and throwing it in the trash. Uh, And that's for a lot of things, even in sports. A lot of players change teams, and people have a fit. I remember when LeBron James left Cleveland, he was taking his talents to South Beach, and (laughs) there was people out in Ohio, up in Cleveland, burning jerseys, and I said, now you pay good money for that jersey. But do you
1: think that was a branding
0: problem? Yeah, he, yes, it wasn't, well, it wasn't his problem of branding, but he came into the league talking about He's homegrown, love yeah, Ohio, Cleveland, true. Akron, my home people. I'm gonna bring you a championship, and then he jumped ship and went to South Beach, and he got a couple of championships. Now I will say what redeemed him is that he came back to Cleveland, and he, he won got, the chip, and he won the chip. Yeah. So Cleveland uh, has a chip because of LeBron. Well,
1: he's definitely gonna get a, a statue in Ohio. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. gonna be yeah. in Cleveland, and maybe he one a in Columbus. There
0: and did some other stuff. So yeah. he took his. Branding that he I think he kind of lost a little bit and revived himself
1: in that So, you know, an athlete kind of reminds me of a Jay-Z quote mm. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man mm. Himself he basically what he was saying himself is a business, right? Yeah, exactly. So when you are an athlete, right? Well, this is what I noticed with some athletes is that they really got to understand is that their branding really starts with them their right. personal appearance and what they do, they can't do stuff like regular people, right? They can do something that's non-criminal, but can be off, off unappealing, putting, mm-hmm. unappealing to their their customer base, yep. their their fans, and any kind of companies that support them. Case in point, John Morant. Uh. Now, even though John Morant he plays for the Grizzlies, I think he's been in the, in the league. For around like four years, man. The boy bad. I was following him when yeah. he was in the college. I think he was like the number three pick. Definitely. Boy is bad, yes. right? Yep.
0: Great potential.
1: Great potential. But, you know, he really messed up with the branding of himself the past couple months. Yeah. So the first thing that happened is that he was in a strip club. Nothing wrong with it. But, you know, it seemed like he was kind of drunk or whatever. Nothing wrong with it. But then it seemed like in the video, he appeared that he had a gun. First thing, too. Something wrong with don't, it. was well, something wrong with it. <laughs> well, don't record yourself doing certain things, right? And in his case, gun violence is a sensitive issue because of Memphis where he lives at. I mean sensitive issue around across the whole entire United States, but Memphis especially because they have a extreme gun violence in that within that city. But he had a gun, people made a big deal of it. He came out say so he apologized. He actually went to therapy or whatever. Whatever the case may be. Well he
0: said he went to therapy. Now you
1: would think the people that hang around him would be very careful about the way that he appears to the public. Meaning that if you're a person that likes to shoot guns, if he likes to do this, that's cool, but don't let that be his brand. So, if he's doing something stupid, pull him to the side and say, hey, man, you're doing something stupid. This is not exactly, you know, this is going to be kind of detrimental to your career and your money. Right. Right? But, no, he has dumbass friends. Well, I wouldn't even consider friends. Maybe he does. So, there was a video that came out. I think it was during the playoffs. And it was... I don't think it was on John Morant's Instagram. I think it was on his buddy's Instagram that's in the car. So here's the video. It's his buddy in the, I think the driver's seat, John Morant, is on the Patrick's side. They're dancing. And it seemed like his buddy is the one that's actually recording this. You know, they they doing the the hand sign with the guns. And then there's a gun that's going to appear. This is actually not the, even the whole video. But that's a gun that's going to appear in the video. And I think John Morant's holding up the gun whatsoever. But it really... It, it ruined his brand. It did, but did this happen before the playoffs or during the playoffs?
0: This was... So the, there was the one gun incident during the playoffs, which is mm-hmm. where he... were well, right before the playoffs. And he okay. said he was taking some time and he and then he was back in the playoffs. Then they lost the in the playoffs. And mm-hmm. this came out after they had lost in the playoffs and he was out. So he was... Even though he wasn't, I guess... On NBA time or property, he's still a player yeah. and still affiliated with Memphis as a team and an organization. And so there had been some time where they decided on they were deciding on you know what his repercussions would be. And it came out that he's what twenty games.
1: Well, yeah. If, so they, they announced that after the the playoffs and the championship was yeah. over, there was like what twenty something games. Twenty seven. Right? But 20 I will say games? this though, he really messed up because he had a second chance to rebrand himself. And he did something totally stupid. He needed to get away from the friends of him, around him. But I will say this, the One thing that really could have helped him, if Memphis would have advanced. So Memphis came into the playoffs as number two, right, in the West, and and totally squandered that during the the first series of the playoffs. Talked all their trash, got their ass beat, right? If he would have advanced, they probably would have given him a third chance to help rebrand himself a little bit, right? Yeah. But now they would
0: have needed him to play.
1: Yeah. But now him doing this is, ah, man, I feel for the brother, man. I wish he'd get his stuff together. One last thing I want to talk about with the branding, though, is to protect your energy and protect your brand at all costs. Make sure you protect your reputation. I don't even think that's in the 48 Laws of Power. There was a situation with Hobby Lobby. Now, Hobby Lobby is a Christian-owned company. Is it- I didn't know that. Yeah, the people, they, they Chris, they're kind of like the people that own Chick-fil-A, okay, right?
0: Okay, okay, nice. Yeah,
1: and, you know, they sell a lot of... Love that store. Yeah, they sell a lot of home, stuff that does well. Home with,
0: good stuff. Exactly. Holiday stuff for Halloween, Christmas. I mean, that's usually where I go to get all our decorations and stuff. Love that store.
1: But somebody put a picture on social media that it appears like it was taken within a Hobby Lobby store, and it was a like a mask or like a statue or something like that of Satan. Right, and when you first look at it, you said, "Damn, what the hell is Hobby Lobby? Why are they selling items that are that look like or dedicated Devil to Satan? Yeah, the dedicated to Satan or whatever, right? But then more more came out about it. Compa- apparently, it was compu- AI generated, oh. so it wasn't even taken in their store. I mean, maybe the original photo was, but the actual items were not within their store, right? But if they didn't get out on top of this immediately, this could have really had damaged their brand and even their stock price whatsoever. And mm. they could have they lost a lot. Circling back around to Bud Light, I just read an article now that Bud Light has decreased production in two of their factories that make Bud Light. And they're thinking about laying off, I think, close to 600 people.
0: Because mm. of the whole controversy.
1: Because of this whole entire mm. controversy, people right?
0: losing their jobs.
1: Yeah. So mm. that's why Hobby Lobby really had to get out on top of this, right?
0: Wow. Uh, that AI sounded something mean, though. Yeah. To just be able to, like, generate fake stuff you know there's a lot of that that I've been seeing on the news about around AI and mm-hmm. like generating fake calls or fake you know especially these scammers are using to tell you loved ones are in trouble yeah, exactly. or something's going on There's a lot of fake news with an AI generate that an AI can do that they're really telling people to you know kind of again, protect your energy, but also know your surroundings and have secret codes in place for your spouses.
1: Yeah, man, things out here are kind of scary though when it kind of goes to the artificial intelligence. There's no telling where it's going to go, Yeah. but wherever it go, just make sure to check your energy. All right. because all starts with your energy and everything will come through. We'll be put in this right place. Long as you got a positive perspective of the world.
0: I like it. You like, like that? I like it. All right. And we appreciate you guys listening in. If we didn't mention, I'm Danielle. This is my love, Daryl. And we're here to, you know, keep you checking your energy on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, if
1: you're going to reach us, please leave a... First thing, please leave a comment. Wherever you listen to this podcast, please leave a review. And then if you have a comment that you want to share directly with us, please reach us at...
0: You can email us. It's Danielle, D-O-N-Y-E-L-L dot allen a-l-l-e-n and that's at c21nm.com we appreciate you guys listening tune in for another check your energy episode
2: oh thank you